The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. <laughs> oh, man. This is episode 767. Oh, hello, Wolfie. Of the series. 767 of Farlands or Bust. For your Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. This one, actually also being recorded just for you. Just for you, my friend. Specifically, you. Right there. That's right. I'm talking to you. But no, this one is uh, not being uh, live-streamed. I just decided... Whoa, a lot of creepers. I just decided to uh, to fire up the old Farlands or Bust, hit record, and get out an episode. So that's what we're doing. Episode 767. We're continuing to the Farlands here in Minecraft Beta 173, since it is, of course, as we know, the, the last version of Minecraft to contain the Farlands at a distance of 12 and a half odd million blocks from spawn. And the jittering you see is not lag. It is, it is a side effect of us having walked so far from zero, zero. Floating point positioning is what's being used here. And the selection box shows the offset of how the game is not as precise as to our positioning, floating point positioning, uh, on in the world. So that's how far it's off. Coming up at some point, perhaps in this season, at another floating point position where the decimal place moves one more to make it one magnitude less accurate. So that little jitter is going to double. And we know exactly where that's going to happen, but we don't know exactly where we are. That's because we don't press F3. F3 displays coordinates as to where a player is in Minecraft on the world in an XY coordinate. We don't do that until we raise money for a charity, a specific amount of money for the fundraiser. And this year, this season, we're raising money for PAWS, the Progressive Animal Welfare Society. Not to be confused with PAWS Unpause, a fellow Mindcrack member, YouTuber, now Twitch streamer extraordinaire. Not to be confused. I am. I, I did not think of that until after the fact, and everybody else started saying that. Uh, I am. I am nothing if not completely unprepared for such things. <laughs> but no, pause. Uh, which is actually the rescue that I uh, got Juno from. And also, we have a new donor here who says, Nate, Nate072, they adopted two cats from Paws. So thank you very much, Nate, for supporting them once again. We have multiple Paws pets in the Farlander community, and we've currently raised $294 
for pause. $294 going towards their mission. Thank you very much. Farlandsorbust.com is where you can learn more about the charity. There's a big navigation button that says CHARITY in all caps. Uh, and there's links throughout where you can donate. And uh, like I said, we don't press F3 until we reach that fundraiser goal to find out how far we have gotten. Of course, it might be a little bit of a spoiler when we do pass that floating point position, but I honestly have no idea when that's going to be. But yeah, farlandsorbusts.com. You check that out. Learn more about the series. Find ways you can support, and of course, pretty much every page has a link to supporting Paws, our fundraiser charity of the season. And I do appreciate the continued support for that. Indeed. It snowed! Back there, but also here, in Seattle. At least, where I'm at, in Seattle. It snowed quite a bit. Not as much as last year, although we are still expecting some more. But it snowed, and uh, that's always an interesting thing, because... Not really prepared for it, although I feel like we were a bit more prepared, or at least the city was a bit more prepared than previous times. But yeah, don't really have many snowplows, salt trucks, or salt at all, full stop. Uh, but it did snow, uh, gotten quite cold, but I think in the next couple days it's supposed to warm up, so it might, might mostly all melt by the time this next weekend rolls around. That's a little bit interesting, I suppose. Not the most interesting thing in the world, specifically if you're living in a place where it snows all the time over winter or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, that's always interesting. Ended up, because of it, not being able to hang out with the girlfriend over the weekend, as I've done for many, pretty much all the weekends in, in the past. But... Uh, but yeah, there's, there is snow on the ground. Juno enjoys it. Took her out yesterday. A little bit chilly today, but took her out yesterday when it was fresh. Attached her to the long... Uh, I, I, got a, I got a 30-foot uh, leash. A long lead. Training leash. Training lead. Uh, put her on the 30-foot leash and she bounds around in the snow and seems to enjoy it. Um, oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Don't have to drive in it, don't have to commute in it, so I, I, it's fun to me. Although I drove in it today, I did need some groceries. I need food upon which to eat. Ooh. Let's uh, make our way down here. Oh. Hello. Hey, speaking of the winter, a uh, little bit of a sidebar, side sideshow Bob. Um, I'm, I'm streaming quite a lot. Of, of course, this is the one time <laughs> I'm not streaming of a, a recording of an episode of Farlands or Bust. But uh, many of us on Twitch, same thing with YouTube. Generally speaking, January, February, pretty slow months. Um, and we do see a dip, or at least I do, and pretty sure I'm not the only one who sees... Ooh, hold on, let me... This is fine. This is safe. Hi, hi. Are we safe? We're safe. Wolfie got out too. Okay, that was 
Ooh, that was that was a, a route that we took, wasn't it? L tunnels there. Ah, dang it! <laughs> mostly safe. It was mostly safe. Careful, Wolfie. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Twitch. Uh, my channel is Twitch.tv/KurtJMax. Surprisingly, and uh, we see a little bit of a dip. But aside from obviously donating to the Pause fundraiser charity, uh, an easy way to support, if you'd like, basically, if you meet these two criteria. If you have Amazon Prime, a lot of people do. And if you have a Twitch account, a lot of people do. I'm not asking you to go out of your way to make one if you don't want to, or sign up for Amazon Prime if you don't want to. But if you have those two things, then you also get a Twitch Prime membership. And that includes a free subscription every month. So if you link those two aspects of your world, Amazon Prime and Twitch Prime, then you get that free sub and you can subscribe to any channel. And that channel, I don't know, like Kurt J. Max channel, gets a full share of, of, the, uh, of, of the subscription, as if it was a full paid subscription on Twitch. So, I mean, I, I don't plug this sort of stuff often, but uh, that would be very helpful to, to myself or another streamer, perhaps, you find more fitting. But mostly myself. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a bias there. Um, and you don't have to subscribe while I'm streaming or anything like that. But yeah, it's just, it's it's at no extra cost to you uh, other than what few minutes it takes for you to link your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime and then hit subscribe. The The caveat there is that these subscriptions don't automatically renew every month. So after 30 days is up, then you have another free Twitch Prime sub to use, which you can give to the same channel or distribute to other channels. Uh, but you have to basically go through the same subscribe to this channel, yes, uh, every month, as opposed to with a paid subscription, it just you just let it ride and it keeps renewing every month automatically, uh, unless you say otherwise. Um, so that's just a little reminder in case anybody still didn't didn't know about that and and you would like to to support uh what I see it as is you're just you're paying however much a year for Amazon Prime here's a little bit of extra money per month that you can take away from Amazon and and give to your old boy Kurt J. Mac right right mm mm that'll teach Jeff Bezos to, to, to be himself <laughs> that'll teach him um so yeah just wanted to just wanted to mention that you know uh far lines of bust is probably one of my more frequently watched and and infrequently frequently watched but also infrequented series i always get a bunch of comments oh i forgot about you or i was subscribed but i lost the subscription i'm now subscribed again because i forgot you were still doing this i am still doing this and we're going to still do this in the morning. And, uh, Twitch Primeness. Free money. Free money. Like, free energy. Except it's money. And I actually technically use that to pay for energy. Like the energy to power these computers. <laughs> See? 
we're flying in the face of modern knowledge on physics. Indeed. So donors to uh, pause have asked questions to keep me talking about things here other than selfless. Selfless? Let's call it selfless. Self-promotion. <laughs> I'm so selfless. Pl selfless. Self hush, hush. Sassy sour cream. I'm so selfless in my self-promotion. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's the way it works. Uh, they've they've asked questions, uh, and I'm going to answer them. Like Force Cat Peter here. Thank you for the donation. To pause. They asked uh, after playing several hundred games in the last year. Do you feel that the video game industry is changing? And have you had any shift in your preferred genre of games? Hmm. It's difficult to say because I do have preferred game genres. But also a lot of those 225 games I played last year, some of them are not new. And and I'd, I'd probably say a, a vast majority of them are are, are indie, I'd say. So I don't know if you could collate those into the same category that would define the the industry as a whole. If any, you know, a lot of them might have been free, even you know, itch.io sort of sort of games, pay as you will. So I'm not uh, I'm not too sure I would be the best decider of such things as these. The knowledge I receive about the industry changing comes from other sources, uh, news outlets, video game journalism, uh, you know, other channels that I watch, your, your Jim Sterlings and, and whatnots. Um, I, I suppose as far as the indie sphere is concerned, I'm very... I think it I think it's it's positive certainly that there are resources like itch.io where you can find these sorts of unique experiences that I've found whether or not they be walking simulators or fun little physicsy sort of games or, or just little uh, you know test demo things like the basketball game or frugby that we've played recently um, so that's certainly good I mean that's good to have those sorts of resources because um, otherwise you're just kind of blankly searching the internet or waiting for referrals from from other people saying oh check out this neat neat game or whatever obviously the industry has seen big changes the last year what with the epic store rising kind of challenging the monopoly that valve has had with steam over the past decades, almost, pretty much, as far as um, digital PC gaming game sales. And there's also alternates like Humble, but Humble and whatnot are kind of built into those Steam systems, unless they are, you know, separately downloadable, non... Uh, non... Uh, that's what I'm looking for. You know, uh, uh, what's... Ah, careful, Wuffy. What's the word I'm looking for? The thing that stops you from copying 
things. Anyway, yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I... On the surface, having choices like that is a positive thing, but also it's coming from Epic, who is, like, <laughs> bigger than Valve as far as, like, the money they have. And instead of being able to compete with, say, a better product or features or service, they're just able to compete by throwing gobs of money, which Valve also does too. They have gobs of money as well. So it's... Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's, that's a net positive or not. I do feel like more time definitely has to pass before we see definitive ramifications positive or negative based on that um, so yeah that's difficult to say I'm a little bit I mean the thing I have no experience in but I'm maybe slightly skeptical skeptical mmm nurse grab my septuple <laughs> um, susceptible of is the like Google Stadia and these other services that are now being put into consoles specifically for sort of a Netflix subscription all-you-can-eat services, uh, which is scary, I think, for the indie developer. Because you look at services like Spotify and you look at the indie musician and how little they are able to get, if anything, from a service like Spotify without the backing of major studios or platforms or negotiating power. Um, I do have a slight worry for kind of the indie developer who depends on wide distribution like a platform like Steam or, or whatever that would provide to them. I, 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 I don't think a system, a, a Netflix-like Spotify system for video games is going to work out in their favor. And then that would impact someone like myself who primarily enjoys and wants to find and, and play these these indie games um, so yeah, a little worried about that, I suppose. Um, again, those are still things that are in their infancy. And even, like, game streaming, I feel, really ignores, um, the internet <laughs> availability, even of, and almost specifically of the vast majority of Americans. Um... Uh, it, it feels a little bit like VR, where, yeah, VR is neat, and honestly, it's taken off a little bit, but isn't able to be as widely adopted as was perhaps predicted uh, over the last decade because of the barriers that exist, mostly the high price point, uh, the availability of games to play, and style of games to play. Um, genres, um, but mostly a price, space, uh, standpoint. 
I think the same sort of thing is going to stop the wide adoption of game live game streaming. That is like a Stadia, Google Stadia sort of thing of you don't need to download anything. We'll stream or, or have to worry about your your graphics card or anything like that. We'll we'll stream it real time to your computer. Um, I mean, I can I can barely stream to Twitch. My my upload. Is just over what is required for uh, for streaming to Twitch, uh, as far as the upload is concerned. So, and that's something I need to do for my job, you know. Um, so it's kind of, uh, and, and I suppose the counter argument I've heard is like, oh well, then it'll it that's something that will force uh, internet providers to up their game. No, no, it won't. <laughs> They'd have no skin in that game. There's no profit that they can provide from that. They they get their profit by not upgrading their services. In fact, they've been downgraded uh, for me in the past year or two. It used to be when you signed up for uh, an online, you know, a cable subscription, you got your download, and your upload was one tenth of your download. So like a download of three hundred megabits gave you thirty up. But no, no, now they're just like everybody gets ten. Everybody gets 10, regardless. You could have a gig, a gig download, 10 up. That's all you're getting. Um, so, yeah, I don't... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. I mean, I am, I'm, I'm very happy for the success of, of things like Goose Game, of things like uh, Manifold Garden and Superliminal. Uh, those are games that I'm very excited about, and I hope they inspire similar outside the standard gameplay box little bit dissuaded by a game like Control, which could have been way outside the box, but then was very comfortable and safe within its own box of standard AAA-esque video game mechanics and tropes. Um, so yeah, there's always going to be a, 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 a push and pull and ebb and flow, if you will, even, um, of the types of games. I don't know, I'm a little bit, I mean, it's hard to apply this to like a, a niche, like racing games. I'm trying to think of racing games as a genre I really like, obviously, to play positive for something like Wreckfest, but then it kind of just stands on its own. Um, that there's this fun arcade racer and it just stands on its own as compared to like the project cars and the forces and the grid and the the need for speed stuff um but yeah let's go to sleep and continue in the morning and awakeness so yeah i do feel like there's a definite hello sheep middle ground missing there as far as racing games are concerned, um, I don't know that I've seen anything otherwise. You know, you you either have Wreckfest uh, or you have Forza or Grid or Need for Speed on one side of the spectrum, or you have iRacing and Assetto Corsa uh, on the other side of the spectrum. So, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice for more middle ground in that. I mean, like, BeamNG Drive kind of exists in that middle ground, but it's not a racing game, particularly. 
could be. They're like kind of there, but again, I don't think that's their primary concern. Indeed. Oh, Enyan, Enyan, you subscribed or subscribed. You donated to uh, Pause as well, uh, and and you didn't have a question, but you said you donate in the memory of your 16-year-old Yellow Lab Bella. Bella, this is for you, right, Wolfie? Here, this 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 Wolfie treat is for Bella. Oop, got it, got it. Thank you very much for supporting our lands are bust in the charity, Enyan. Uh, no name with this one. But they asked, do you think, speaking of streaming, do you think you will ever start streaming Farlands or Bust on Twitch? Sort of as mini flabathons, as opposed to keeping it as a YouTube series? Well, I have been, I, I mean, I have obviously been, been recording episodes, but I've not been implementing that mini flabathons thing. And yes. I know. <laughs> if, if you know me, then yes, you, you probably know that uh, I say I'm going to do a thing. It's difficult to get that thing going. Um, I did, unfortunately, in choosing pause, they don't have, like, Tiltify had any sort of, like, Twitch integration. Um, I, I, I'll have to cobble together a way to get, like, an overlay of the, the donation bar or, or a live updating donation total, um, and then just kind of keep, I suppose, the, the incoming donations. Because I think that's the benefit of live streaming. For a fundraiser, is like, ooh, you get your name on screen, says how much you donated, and then I answer your question or whatever. Um, or maybe I should... This is the sort of thing that stops me, is the little details where I could just fire up Far Lands or Bust and say, let's walk for a couple hours and Far Lands or Bust on on, on Twitch. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I, gotta, I gotta get out of my, my head space with that sort of thing and uh, just, just do it. Just do it. As the famous brand of ready-to-eat meals would say, just do it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Put it in the microfave. microfave. I can't speak today. Like, very simple, normal words. Can't speak them. Just do it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, that's definitely still something I want to do. Thank you for supporting the charity. And uh, I just need to do it. <laughs> I think. I think I just need to stop worrying about making it the next AGDQ and fancy and overlay and overwhelming and produced and just do it. Even if it just looks like this. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll need all of your encouragement, though, to, to overcome my inner demons. My demons! The demons! LCB, with their donation, asks... Oh, hold on a second. It's in addition to being cold out, I got my heaters on, so it's very dry. Gotta drink water. Stay hydrated. Ah, refreshing. Whoop, that's not how you throw. Fake out. Get faked out. LCB says, I'm thinking about moving out to Seattle in the next couple of years. I've spent my whole life so far on the East Coast. What's it been? It's been. What's it been like living there? Pros, cons, thoughts on the weather. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, LCB. Hmm. 
Well, everybody's moving here, so you have some competition. Perhaps unwanted competition. Um, and crowds and traffic. You won't miss snow, because apparently we're getting snow. At least one snow event every winter. Because I, I don't think that's something that was normal too long ago, I don't think. Um, I mean, the summers are brilliant. I really enjoy the summers. Um, just, you know, despite what the standard knowledge of Seattle always raining, like, that's true for nine months out of the year, but the summers are very good. Very good indeed. Particularly if we stay away from the entire Pacific Northwest forest burning down. Um, the summers are very good. Lots of good hiking, road trips, out to the ocean, into the mountains, down to the cities. Um, so yeah, the summers are very good, as far as the weather is concerned. It, it, does, it does get dark and stay dark <laughs> throughout the winter. Um, fall and winter starts pretty much about November all the way through May. Um, so yeah, you've got to be able to find a way to do things on these sorts of days. You can still do hikes and things, and that's when you're going to get the less crowded hiking trails and whatever. You could gear up and learn to hike in the rain. Um, so yeah, like that, that definitely positive negatives as far as that is concerned. Um, the crowds, the crowds and the population might be a bit of a problem. I don't know how the East Coast is. I've never really visited the East Coast, but there's a lot of transplants moving here and let's put a strain on the housing market, the rent, the highways, the traffic, and all the other kind of trickle-down things that are included with that. I would suggest, unless you need to live in Seattle or even near Seattle, just consider, if you want Washington, just consider other areas. Um, up north, uh, I don't I don't particularly know of anybody, but up north there's areas of the Mount Vernon and... Uh, uh, what is it called? Bellingham is up north? Or am I confused? Uh, you get further south, even near Oregon, and, and Portland is Vancouver, Washington. Uh, or even, I mean, the, 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 the Seattle boom is, is definitely overflowing into Tacoma and Olympia. But yeah, if you can keep an open mind about where you're going to live. I would I would recommend honestly as much distance from Seattle as you can possibly bear if you need to move out here if that that's the thing you want to do. Um So yeah. I don't uh I'm not sure uh what other advice could go with that. Other advice could go with that. I mean, I would, I, I, again, I don't know what the East Coast is like. I'm assuming it's going to be pretty similar. 
Of course, it also depends on how far up the north in the east coast you'd go. I mean, we're even up further north than much of the east coast, I think. Are we further up? Isn't Seattle further north than, than like, Maine, even? It's a weird situation. Uh, <laughs> the, the maps do not properly act and accurately give you a sense of the latitudes and the longitudes. Um, yeah, that's kind of my advice, I suppose. Uh, there's a lot of good food here, but it's primarily uh, either seafood or, 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 or Asian foods. Um, so you might miss out on a lot of stuff you've gotten used to on the East Coast. Although, I don't know. I suppose there's seafood on the East Coast, too. Uh, but I've certainly discovered and found and been made aware of pretty neat foods uh, that I otherwise haven't been able to. Um, there's the phenomena known as the Seattle Freeze. Where you'll have a bunch of friends or colleagues or even family telling you, yeah, move out to Seattle, move out here. And then when you move here, they don't ever talk to you again. Um, so yeah, you gotta be active about trying to find your own people or persons um, to, to associate with and spend time with. It, it's all on you, my friend. So there's that definitely is an aspect of it as well. I don't know how different that is compared to other places, to be honest. Um, so there's that. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I I don't know how I don't know I I don't think I'm gonna spend the rest of my life here. To be honest, I'm not sure. Um, that certainly isn't. Look at all this sand. I can't make a end of the episode hidey hole in a bunch of sand like this. Um, guess I'm gonna try. Um, can I? Ha! Oh no. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to place before it drops, but I am apparently not fast enough. Okay. If I do this, we'll be good. Aha! A sturdy construction if I've ever seen one. But yeah, thank you very much. Who was it? LCB for donating. To pause, supporting the fundraiser this season, much appreciated, and for the question, remember farlandsabus.com is where you can find all the links to do that yourself. All of your support is much appreciated. Uh, if you have it, a, a Twitch Prime is always a nice thing to throw my way. <laughs> uh, again, no pressure. That'd be much appreciated. And uh, I just appreciate you guys spending time with me on my journey here. Continuing to the Far Lands. This March is going to be nine years. How do you make a bed with wool? Nine years of, of YouTube and of this Far Lands or Bust world. Nine years. Woo, doggy. He's an old timer. And by he, I mean me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I do appreciate your time and your support. Farlinesofbus.com. I already said that. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>
My demons. The demons. <laughs>